0: Exit 52 podcast, incident analysis time, presented by Jimmy Seafood after the Ravens lose 41-17 to the Bengals here, RDT, Banks, and myself, me and Banks in the same room, any of the podcasts in person. So right, well, are. at
1: least in like the same room. We did one where you were in a room and I was outside on the – That is true. Sure. That dessert. is true. Sure. We, we were in the same location. Yeah, that's because I was a moron.
0: Yes, yes.
1: As, as per usual. This is
0: better than you standing outside and yeah. getting the outside ambience. Ambience? Um, ambience?
1: Ambience. Ambience. ambiance,
0: or decor. decor. And we'll start, we'll start here, a 41-17 win for the Bengals. And feels like – and, you know, you don't want to simplify a football game to this – this is a situation where last week the Ravens outplayed the chargers and won the football game. Yeah, The Bengals outplayed the Ravens here. I don't, I don't think there's a ton to say, I mean, except after the, you know, the Ravens score to open up the second half and you feel like, okay, maybe this is moving in the home team's direction. After that, it was, it was Cincinnati's ball game. And that's kind of all there is to say. This was a, a statement game really from the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, to say it feels like in the AFC North this is a Ravens versus Cincinnati discussion and not a Cleveland versus Ravens discussion, which is, I, I think, what we Yeah, us. I
1: mean, I, I don't think that – I think you'd be foolish to just count them out that quickly, but uh, bang, the Bengals have had their opportunity, obviously, in the first chunk of the season there and then obviously today to make a statement, and they, they made a statement in a big way. You look at the game, and you know, early in the third quarter, there were some quick scores there to start off the second half. And it felt like a game where they were just going to swap the lead back and forth. And then we just fell behind and uh, never called out. We were just caught chasing our tail. Um, you know, I, as, as I was walking out of the place, I, it, I started to think about how the season has gone so far and how today went. There's like, you know, you ever like change a morning routine and you have like a deadline or maybe it's not a morning routine or anything you're trying to get to in a given point in time, but you feel like you have X amount of time to get something done. And you think that the routine is gonna take this long and the commute is gonna take this long and you start getting into that routine and um, there's, there's maybe a few mornings where you hit all the green lights and everything goes your way. And you do this, you do this, you do this, and you say, okay, this takes X amount of time to do blank. I feel like the Ravens, maybe the first handful of games here said, it's okay if we get down by multiple scores. It's okay if we do this. It's okay if we do that because we can do X, Y, Z. And you start to fall into a comfort zone that is a little more, like a little too comfortable. And I thought the Ravens got maybe a little too comfortable when they went down two scores, thinking like, oh, it's fine. Like we're going to catch all the green lights here in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. We're going to come back and have everything fall our way. You know, always going to come up with a big strip sack because that's just how things go. For the 2021 Ravens. And the game just got away with them. I mean, just, it felt like the the, um, the missed tackle on the Chase touchdown. I mean, it was the backbreaker. It was the, I, that play, if, if that play doesn't happen the way it does, it's hard not to think that the, the, just the complexity of the game as a whole doesn't go differently. Um, and then once we were behind, it just kind of spiraled. So, um, in that sense, you can't, you can't expect that over and over you're going to be able to dig yourself out of that kind of hole. That should be the lesson that we take out of today. Uh, I don't think that we should just sit back here and say, oh, the Bengals, they're a better football team than us. You know, they played a great game. you got to give them a lot of credit. They played an awesome football game. Um, we got to pay them their respect. Uh, but I don't think we should dwell on this and just say – you know, make make some strong determinations about what the AFC North means from this football game.
2: I think I said it last week where it's like the Bengals this year feel like that 20, did we say 2015 Cubs team? Where it's like, all right, in a couple of years, they're going to be really good. They're a year ahead of schedule. That's what it seems like. And, and like you were saying, Brian, they are really, really good. Um, I'm not ready. I don't think anyone really should be ready to, again, throw dirt on the Ravens and say, well, this season's, you know, it's the Bengals division to lose. Cause they, I don't think that's, I don't, I, it just, you can't think like that. I don't think. And again, I mean, with Burrow, we've seen had the major knee injury last year. Who knows he just has to stay healthy, but they're really good. The Ravens today. And like you said, I think they kind of fell on that. Like, Oh, we're down, we're down 14. We're down 10 or whatever. We can, we can claw back. And the way that the, the Bengals just just had their foot on the gas pedal the entire time. they mentioned it on the broadcast Taylor. I don't know if you heard it banks. I know you were in the stadium. They mentioned like, they were up 10 and they were like, they're, they're not, they're not taking their foot off the gas and they shouldn't. And they, you know, obviously they didn't. I'm just looking at these, the, the drive summaries, you got Bengals two two plays, 80 yards then. And then that's when the Ravens came right back. 10 plays, 75 yards. The, the Bengals, their touchdown, their drives went like this from, where is it? Midway. Starting with the 55 yard pass to Azama for that touchdown touchdown field goal. Then you go into the second quarter touchdown, Touchdown, interception on the bad throw by Burrow. Touchdown, touchdown, punt and then downs, and that was the end of the game. So it was. I mean, it's been a while since I feel like we've seen the Ravens get dog like that. Um,
3: yeah.
2: And I mean, here we were a week ago at this time talking about nine and one, you know, going into going into the stretch of their season, and that's, that's why you play the game. But I, I don't think, I don't think the like I saw people saying the Ravens were quitting. I saw them saying that they were not. They didn't think the, the Bengals were a threat. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think the Ravens will ever do that with any team. It's just not in hardball or the team's, you know, their makeup. I think the Bengals are just a good team. I think they – things were happening for the Bengals that normally happen for the Ravens. The tip balls and stuff like that, like, normally that stuff goes for the Ravens. This time it was going for the Bengals. I think it was just their day and – I, mean, I think it was their day and then some. I think they outplayed us. They, oh,
3: they, absolutely. They yeah, and I know absolutely. you're
1: saying that. The the score reflects that. You look at some of the box score, the the, the individual effort. I can't – I mean, I'm looking – Tyler Huntley got in early enough to get 11 pass attempts. On <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that says a lot. But uh, 15 of 31 from Lamar, 257 yards, one touchdown, five sacks. It felt like he didn't have time and space to get a lot done. Five sacks, only 18 yards lost, but – um, there, there was especially a few drives there, I think, in third quarter when they got down by two scores. Where um, on third and fourth down on consecutive plays, he literally had no time to do anything at all. He couldn't, Houdini, his way out of it whatsoever. There was just nothing that could be done. And so the offensive line was maybe we've been able to hide them for a few weeks, and maybe they showed, you know, they, they, they're a black eye that kind of showed their face today. I'm not really sure, and that's, you know, one of those things that is yet to be seen. We got a bye week here, whatever. Um, you look at – you also look at the, the rushing yards. Lamar ran for 12, 12 carries for 88 yards the rest of the running back attack. Um, let's see if I'm just doing some addition here.
2: 27 yards with Duvernay's minus two run.
1: Two, so, yeah, take out the the wide receiver end around. That was um, – looked like it could have been a good play if they didn't hand it to Duvernay. Yeah. Um, yeah, 25 yards on 11 carries. There's just nothing there. Like uh, Lamar made some magic with his feet for 88 yards. Um real great play there on the play that there was a hold on. Um uh which was the right call. You can't really fight that, but uh yeah. Um and then that uh the the fumble along the fi- the the, the sideline there with Jamar Chase like that felt like the window where maybe there could be some life and then um you know, just a, one of those weird,
2: weird replays. What where, what replays were yeah. you guys seeing at the stadium? Because the, the ones, at least Taylor, the ones that they were showing that I could see on TV, I thought it was clear that it was – the ball was out of bounds because he was out of bounds and it was touching his foot. And it was one of those that, weird – That what the play yeah. on the field was yeah. – it, okay. it, it
0: felt like a little bit of a yeah. challenge to just, like, hopefully they see something that helps you. But it did not feel yeah. like the Ravens had any chance to win the challenge. From, from
1: the stadium, you could see the replay where it looked like the ball – Changed. It's like, not direction, but the spin of the ball was slightly Mm -hmm. affected when his foot was kind of just hanging up there in the air. And I guess the hope in the stadium and myself was that somehow that just wasn't going to be perceived as what they were looking at. Now it was interesting to me when we threw the challenge flag, they announced that we were challenging the ruling of a fumble. Cause I guess the initial call was that it wasn't a fumble in the first place at all. And then they confirmed the fumble but they still charged us a timeout for it, which was, I thought, at least from my limited perspective in the stadium, that seemed like an incorrect call. I feel like John Harbaugh deliberately, I I don't even know exactly how the rules work in terms of this, but it seemed like he challenged specifically the fumble in the first place in order to preserve the idea that okay, there was a fumble and then everything after that they figured it out. And at least at the very least, like you get you're not taxed with the timeout. And they taxed with a timeout anyway. So I don't know. But of course, of course, it's complete,
2: you know, it's it's irrelevant because of the way the football game played out. And and that that was one of the things that I was gonna cause I could hear you could hear on the screen the fans get loud when they were showing the replay. And it was almost like, oh, are they, they they must, they must be seeing something. Cause I was like, oh wait, I thought, I thought it was pretty cut and dry that it was a, that the ball was dead. And then the fans fans started getting loud. And I was like, maybe, maybe that's when that Harbaugh may have thrown the challenge flag or something then. But yeah.
1: So I was like in my section and I was, I felt like I was the only person that saw like a ball just like kind of fly out weirdly. And I thought it just blooped out right into one of our guy's arms and then the replay showed, it looked like Chuck Clark did the initial replay. It looked like he straddled the ball and just like didn't touch it. And this really like. Like a kickoff or like a punt you know, where you just jump out of the way,
2: like, oh, don't want to touch it. Yeah,
1: it looked like he dodged the ball in an incredibly like high football IQ type of way, and then we recovered it. So the like the very first replay they showed was interesting in that fact, but. Of course, they showed all the different angles and they played out the way it did. So, But besides the point, it's Jamar Chase. I, I tweeted this halfway through the third quarter. It feels like we've got A.J. Green 2.0 and then some on our hands. He's going to be a problem for a long time. I think we all knew that when he was drafted. Um, so here we are. Like, he- we had the final answer. It's, it's it's He looks like Odell Beckham on the slants his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And some. I mean, he just killed everybody with slants. And so it, was, it felt like they were just killing us with slants. And these nine routes, like the nine routes, the Colts were killing us with. Seems like we have very specific routes that our corners are either. I don't know if it's that we can't defend them or if it's our coverage packages or what we're trying to defend allows these types of throws. Something. It's just something that I'm sure they're looking at and uh, hopefully they find an answer for.
2: I I feel like Jamar Chase is what we all thought Chase Claypool was going to be like the first three games of Chase Claypool's career. i oh, yeah. like, oh, he's really good. And then he's a bomb now. I mean, Jamar,
0: Jamar, Jamar Chase had the have pedigree. And I think if he doesn't take a year off of college, I think there's a lot more. There was obviously hype going into his rookie season. I think there's probably more. I think that he was so good with Burrow at LSU and then just didn't play. Probably made the right decision to not play on an LSU team that ended up being pretty bad um and didn't hurt his stock and, and gets picked and he's clearly the number one weapon there I mean he's clearly above higgins clearly above boyd uh, he's definitely going to be a problem I, I think the things that stuck out to me in this game um i i you know chase is going to be a problem I, I think burrow is clearly the guy that is you know you know the the rival potentially to lamar in this division we talked about it this week about how you know who is the guy that in the afc north you know, it's Roethlisberger versus Flacco and, and Dalton. And, and that was sort of the thing for a while. And the Bengals go through their guys. I think the Bengals have the guy. Um, I, I, he he really does a great job getting the ball out and feels pressure really well. Obviously, he made the pick, but did a, a great job a number of times. The Ravens were, you know, a split second from getting to him getting and getting home. Yeah. And he would get the ball out. I, I, Burrow's impressive. I mean, he, he was impressive in college. He was impressive in this game. I mean, he throws for over 400 yards chase has over 200 yards receiving. I think that they did, they did a really good job um, putting him in positions to be successful. And I think he's going to be a problem. I I think those two guys are going to be really tough to deal with. I think banks sort of hit on it a little bit. You know, the Ravens offensive line has been a topic of discussion for the entire year. I think that they were not great today. Um, The Ravens had no ability to rush the football beyond Lamar, um, beyond Lamar kind of in unsettled situations almost like when you're good in transition in basketball and you're able to get a couple buckets because you can get up and down the floor. That's what the Ravens rushing game was today. They could not do anything from a set play. Um, The stuff we got, the Ravens couldn't get above this couldn't get in front of the sticks with guys like Devontae Freeman. I thought Le'Veon Bell looked awful today Um, Mm -hmm. and kind of is a situation where you're like, Oh my God, is that like really going to be the guy the Ravens turn to, to to get yards. Um, They, they just could not rush the football at all. And that, Lamar obviously has shown the ability to bring the team back and pass in passing situations, but Lamar Jackson is never the guy you want to drop back 50 times. You, you, you want to have the ability to rush the football because he makes your ability to rush the football better because of what he, you know, the decisions he makes defenses make. And we didn't do any of that. Um, and that made us hard, easy to stop, easier to stop. Uh, but it, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. I, I the Ravens, I thought the defensive line continues to – the Ravens continued to handle the run very well. Obviously, Piran got out at the end, and and there were some things. The Ravens continued to handle the run well. The secondary – here's what the conclusion I've come to in summation. The Ravens are a roller coaster. The 2021 Ravens are just an absolute roller coaster of a team, and you're just not sure what the experience is going to be like week to week. How, like, 2019, it was the same experience every single week, essentially – this team is not that. They are a roller coaster based on matchup, based on what their uh, their ability to cover is, based on who they're playing. This is just going to be a roller coaster, and it's going to put people. It's going to take lot years off people's lives, I and mean, that's just that's just what this team is. I, I I think that I'm. I was watching the third quarter and the Ravens go down the field at the beginning. Uh, you know what a dime to, from Lamar to Hollywood for the touchdown. You're like okay. Here's this great catch by yeah, great catch oh, by gosh. Marquise and you're like all right this is it the Ravens because I said it during the week you know the Bengals have no experience beating this version of the Ravens they've just lost and lost and gotten blown out blah 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 and I'm like okay that's sort of what starts to put the doubt in the Bengals minds and to their credit you know Burrow just goes out there and marches them down the field the long pass to Zuma whatever and they score a touchdown and the Ravens had no answer for that punch mm-hmm. the Ravens threw a punch. There was a counter punch back by the Bengals. And at that point, the Ravens were retreating to the corner. Of the rest of the, you know, we watched boxing to together last night. The, yeah. They just, they didn't have another punch for that. And that's an ode to the Bengals and the toughness that they showed True. and their ability to be like, fuck, we're not going to just do the same thing we've done for three years. We're going to go out and beat this team. And Chase is a huge reason for that. I mean, that's why you draft Chase in the top yeah. 10. You draft that guy I'm to break right. those two tackles. The Ravens don't tackle. The Ravens did not tackle well today. No. You 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 break those two tackles to take it to the house. I mean, that's why you draft that guy. Um, the Ravens did not tackle well at the second and third level all, all
1: day today. Just,
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, like, a pro-
1: it's been a problem the whole the whole season too. It, it really has in the secondary secondary especially. It's it comes back to the point I was making kind of towards the beginning of all of this is you know, you you look at the game with the Colts and the Colts boxed us us into a corner. And as soon as we started to fight back, the Colts just kind of were on the field. They fell down. And they just didn't have a punch back towards us. Whereas the Bengals, exactly to my point, like you got to give them a ton of credit because they were out there to win today. They weren't exactly out there to try to survive the game or just bring it in and and get the clock to zero, which, you know, uh, it seems like a lot of teams – you know, in hindsight, it can look that way a lot, um, but a lot of teams seem to do that against us. Um, so, yeah, you gotta you, you gotta tip your cap to those the, those guys out there, and um, I'm not afraid to go to Cincinnati and play those guys. I I, I expect to go there and beat them, to be honest. Um, but it's just certainly one that you just gotta take your medicine and, and move on, and, and you know, try to get healthy after this bye here and. You know, Nick Boyle, Derek Wolf, maybe some other guys coming in after the bye. Could be a d- different football team here. All things considered, five and two at this point in the season. Probably about what you could have hoped for or expected to be at least. I think six and one was the lofty goal. Five and two is maybe the expectation. Four and three is the, mm, okay, maybe satisfactory. So uh, you take the five and two. Uh, I guess that those guys have a division – tiebreaker of sorts over us but of course there's a lot of games left to be played it's the first divisional game we one or oh and one in the division that sucks but um there's a lot of opportunity out there and 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 we just gotta you know i tweeted about it like john arball him him and him and jack maybe jim gets on the call too we're gonna burn the tape we're gonna or we're gonna come up with something to to put this behind us and we're gonna be back better than ever so well, one, hey, one,
2: trade deadline in, in like 10 days too by the way EDC is looking its chops. Yeah. Um, one of the positives, though, Rashad Bateman again. I mean, I, I know it's it's very yeah. very limited yeah. the two games, but he like he looks he looks electric. He looks it's like what, what we yeah 100. Yeah. percent And like he's a first down magnet, which I mean, that's gonna be the thing that follows him around now. I yeah. feel like every time he catches the ball, it's a first down.
1: Yeah, I was almost surprised when I was looking up at the corner. Those are corner scoreboards that they have at m um, and that he didn't have more catches. It was like three yards or three catches for 80 yards. Three for 80.
2: Yeah, but yards. it felt like he was catching the ball more often. His catches were just really impactful in that, in that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the box score now. You got Marquise, five for 80 with the one long touchdown, 14 targets for Marquise and only five catches, which again, it, it, they, they seemed off. Him and Lamar didn't seem on the same page in the first half. Mm -hmm. I I mean Lamar in general I think just didn't seem and and I I just I have note same thing I feel like Lamar led Andrews a lot oh and Andrews I feel like he's reaching up with one hand a lot like in that Titans game where it's 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 always tipped because he just I feel like Lamar is leading him just a little too much and he had the he had the one nice catch across the middle but three for 48 they kind of shut him down after that
0: it was a very, like, b minus e game from Lamar. Like, one yeah, it, it's, it's like where that. he was, like, one of the only reasons the Ravens continued to be in the game but also didn't do enough to, like, bring them over the top in a game where they didn't really have – they weren't getting any stops. Like, he, he, he wasn't going, like, tit for tat with Burrow down the field in the second half. And ultimately, you know, the Ravens could have won this game in a shootout if you do that. But he didn't have that. But he also – Takes you know the Bengals just had something for the Ravens every time you go down and you make it ten to ten and you're like all right you're at home you're going into the half at ten to ten and that's just a really nice drive for them to go get three to make it thirteen to ten before the half mm-hmm. you score right after halftime you 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 know you're like all right here it is here's where the you know the the defense goes out and get us gets a stop and at that point the Bengals kind of took control of the ball game with a with a touchdown drive. Um I agree with you on Bateman. I think there's definitely something there. I think it's clear that the Ravens, the Ravens have to figure out what they're doing with this running game. Maybe the Chargers game was a little fool's gold with Freeman and Bell. And, you know, this Cincinnati defense showed themselves to to be at a higher quality than what the Chargers brought to the table. Um, The Ravens have to figure out how how to get this running game back to not even, they don't even really need to get it to like 80% 80% of where they were before they got to get to like 60% of where they were. Yeah. I mean, they, it was a non-factor. I mean, think about what we've watched the last two years, last two or three years from the Ravens and how good this running game has been the, the NFL record going over hundred yards of the stuff. It was a total non-factor. They, they couldn't, they couldn't run the ball for As somebody that watched Minnesota run for 5,000 yards against Maryland and watch Illinois run for 8,000 yards against Penn state. And you, you watch drives just predicated on the running game. The Ravens are. It reminded me of what the Ravens normally do, where they predicate drives on what they do on the ground. They, could, they didn't do that one time today. Mm-hmm. There was not one drive that was propelled by what they did in the running game. And this Ravens team isn't going to make the Super Bowl if that's the case the rest of the year, unless Lamar Jackson becomes Aaron Rodgers.
2: And which um, I don't
0: think he is. Ultimately, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's, not, he's still great, despite not being that typical pocket passing quarterback. And what he does on the ground, I mean, there's multiple times where I'm standing at the bar and people, are, you know, not Ravens fans are going to be like, you just can't defend some of the things he does. And that's what mm-hmm. makes him great. But you also need the ability to get ahead of the sticks to make him great. And, or make him, you know, make, give the ability to win by 20. The Ravens not yeah. do that today. You got to shorten sticks. That's, yeah, that's they did not do that the whole, game. Did we, do that the whole we,
1: game. We've really thrived on first and second down the last couple of years. That's been a big part of just the run game in general. Um, and we just didn't do that today at all. I felt like we just left ourselves third and long, uh fourth and long a bunch of times. Um and you just can't sustain drives that way. So, uh we 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 kind of had the game there in front of us. Uh 17-13 there after the opening drive of the second half and it was there for us to have and then we just kind of I mean I mean I guess in th- like what? 28 nothing from there, right? I mean, geez, yes, we just got our asses kicked. I mean, I I feel like there's there's not a lot more to be said beyond that. They just kicked our asses
2: from that point on. So, Who, who was the guy with Harlan? Who was the other guy calling the game?
0: Harlan is, it, is
2: paired with um, – it, um, it Was James Lofton? Is that who it is? That's Catalan.
0: No, Catalan's with Lofton. Whoever was with oh, Harlan.
2: Kevin Harlan is with um, – he used to be with Gannon. Oh, this is going to kill me. There was – so so on that – I think it was third and one and the Ravens the ravens went obviously went for ravens bombed it out deep like they went way deep on third and one didn't connect and they come back and they're like oh they're leaving the they're gonna go for it which of course they were they were down 17 or 10 or something It's got to be trent green he's with trent green i believe and he goes so again third and one the ravens bomb it incomplete they come back and they're they're lining up to go for it And he goes you know what this tells me, Kevin? They knew they were going to go for it the whole way with oh, that God. play call, yeah, and it was like, "Are they going to go for it? Like, what the fuck?"
1: Like, there are was... some decisions uh, on multiple occasions. Yeah, Trent Green. I didn't feel he great was... about in the second half. And uh, for all the praise we give John Harbaugh and his coaching staff, I think you have to be fair about the situations where they don't. So the bad, the decision, bad. Harbaugh. The, the I forget what they the exactly field goal was. It fifty three. Yeah, it would, no, it would have been a 58-yard field goal, which, uh, you know, m and Bank Stadium is, is – we know it, I think, in Baltimore, but I don't think people realize it outside of Baltimore, how hard it is to kick in the stadium. Swirling winds. Uh, but to not – it was fourth and 15, which is – you're just not going to go for fourth and 15. You're just mm-hmm. not going to do that. So we put the offense on the field like we we're going to draw them offside somehow. And the defense is probably there laughing, like, we're not moving a fucking inch here so we're trying to draw them off sides and uh we end up taking a timeout why take the timeout? take the delay again it's just that was so i mean i like opened my twitter after that to to tweet that and then i tweeted it and then i looked at every single person on my timeline was saying (laughs) the same exact thing which was like hey that was a really obvious one and then um yeah there there was the there was a third and 13, maybe around around 20 or so, where we threw the screen to Marlon, or not Marlon, uh, Marquise. And, you know, he, he did a great, he made a great effort to try to break something, but he got five yards and there was nothing there. And the Boo Birds started to come out and I felt I was right there with him. Like it just was a stupid play where I feel like we've had a lot of success, run, like throwing the football downfield in some of these gaps. Um, the seams downfield and uh, for us to kind of fall back into the screen game type stuff. I feel like that's, that's a, that's chicken shit football. as Some people say that's, that's what the Indianapolis Colts did. And they, you know, I, I know they scored a touchdown on us on the opening drive with that shit, but um, it's, it's just, I think it's just not, not a type of football that, that suggests that you think you're going to, you're capable. You're just trying to sneak one past everybody. And then, uh, yeah, the throw downfield, I think, is what you're alluding to. They threw one downfield to Hollywood, and he wasn't really open. Um, he missed him by,
2: like, 15 Yeah. Yards, it, just, it was it way off target.
1: It just wasn't there. Like, I think he threw it to a place where he just, like – it just wasn't there. But I think they tried to play call a home run in a situation where they should have just, like, said, hey, let's just get the first down and keep it moving. I think they got the first down. I, on I think they did, too. Part. It was a short throw, but – It just felt like the play calling and the decision-making just wasn't quite where it needs to be. So, um, I, yeah, there's a lot of, I, I'm not a big, you know, me, I'm not a big finger point guy in an isolated loss like this We are five and two. We haven't lost a game since week one. Like if you're really getting up there and pointing fingers and getting real fired up about it, like you got to look in the mirror and say, Hey, look where we're at right now. Um, but with that said, you just at least have to acknowledge, like, hey, we wouldn't be doing our jobs here, like, talking about this game and analyzing or whatever, to say, hey, today was not John Harbaugh's best game as a coach. Today was not Lamar Jackson's best game as a quarterback. Today was not the offensive line, the, the defensive secondaries. Everybody pretty much top to bottom played a poor game. And so I think, I think just the fact – this might be a positive spin. The fact that everybody kind of played a shit game makes it a little easier for everybody to swallow as a hole and just move on and just say, Hey, let's go get the next one. Let's relax. Let's get healthy. Let's get rested. Let's come back after the bye. Let's go get after it.
0: Yeah. My, yeah. You, you think about the Ravens five and two into the buy. Um, the schedule opens up a bit with Minnesota and Miami. Um, the Ravens have the ability to really put up a very good record through 10 games. Um, if you think about that as some sort of point in the season, once you get to double digit games, um, and, and I think it, with everything that's happened, and we, we've we've covered it on instant analysis and the podcast in the midweek with how crazy some of these games have been, I think five and two feels kind of right for what and maybe even a little bit better than you would have said. I I was, I was, you know, at the bar and someone was like, God, the Ravens could really be one and six. (laughs) So (laughs) you you think about it at five and two, and I don't think you feel too bad about that considering you had to hit a 66 yard field goal to win one game. You need a strip of a running back in a situation where you think they're going to hit a game winning field goal to win another game. Um, You need a insanely crazy, you need a crazy comeback to beat the Colts at home. I think the Ravens should take five and two. I think the buy is at a perfect time. I really do. I think this is a perfect time for the bye. The offensive line, just just McCarty walks off today, just continues to get hurt. They need this time to get healthy and figure out what you're going to do with that moving forward. Maybe the Ravens make a trade. I I really think they should make a trade for an offensive lineman. I I don't know if you can really win the Super Bowl with the guys they have on the roster and on the offensive line. Um, Maybe they go go get a tackle, go get an in just for depth, just for bodies. I mean, um, I think they wrote it. Uh, a, a trade column in ESPN um, where they said the Ravens don't necessarily need like great offensive linemen. They just need literally guys that can play. Um, so maybe you go, you go poach a, a, te- a guy from a team like the jets or the giants or somebody that's has, that's going nowhere fast. And you, you trade a, 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 a the picks that you've accumulated for a guy like that. Um, but the Bengals outplayed the Ravens today. That, that's, that's the, that's the, the long and the short of it. They now put themselves in the driver's seat in the division, but the Ravens still have the ability to beat their Bengals at home and, and put it back in their favor. Um, Chase is really good. That, uh, that. Really <laughs> and Joe Burr is really good. I, I think that those are really the big things. I, I think this is a great time for the bye for the Baltimore Ravens. I think they need to take a breath. The, the Ravens need to take a breath. <laughs> they just, need to, you know, the, the organization, the fan base. Yeah, yeah. I had multiple people say to me to be like, I just I'm glad this game's at one o'clock, so I'm not like sitting up at midnight and like yeah. losing my mind. Yeah, so, really. It's like your, your yeah. heart's
1: not racing yeah. for an hour and so, a half after the game. I mean, that's that where the rain are right now. Yeah, like you you look at the mirror and you, it seems like we've run seven marathons and that's all good. We've won a lot of those marathons. The success, like the the results, have been really good. But um, ultimately, it's still gonna wear you out. So um, in some ways, like I mean. I'm not ashamed to say it. I left with eight minutes left in that game. I, I mean, I, it was a 34 mm-hmm. 17. And then I think we turned the ball over. Or we just failed to, failed to move the sticks. And it was like, we, we're all out of here. I mean, come on. Like, and I'm, I tend to be a pretty much stay there till the very end, like type of guy. I mean, even, even in the divisional round a couple of years ago, I mean, I was in that, in that seat till, till they fucking kicked me out. Um, but, uh, yeah, they uh, just got to burn the tape. John will answer.
2: Got, I got. He always will. That's, that's what
1: the culture is all about.
2: I got a stat from Banks' boy, Jerry Coleman. Ravens yeah. D gave up five touchdowns of 20 yards or more. Which That's chill. Seems that's an issue. Seems problematic. Marlon already had his tweet, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. Is, uh, yeah, I got to totally. be better. Someone I did see. So, someone said, yeah, "What is him, they said something like Marlin is acting like Jamar Chase is a box of mac and cheese and and wire box sets because he he just wants nothing to do with them. Something like that, which is very funny.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> it was it was
2: a lighthearted day. The second half was very lighthearted.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. Also, as, as of right now, I got the playoffs uh, seedings pulled up. Bengals number one, Titans two, Chargers three, Bills four, Ravens five, Raiders. Talking Raiders, Browns. See, see. How you do? Take a bye, and then and then by the. Oh, do you want to play this game? Who is the Miami's starting quarterback when the Ravens go down to Miami on November eleventh? Did Tua get hurt today? No, but they lost. The 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 Watson rumors are swirling. They're swirling. They
1: were up early and then they lost. Um, who who would be their quarterback anyway?
2: Uh, the guy who's healthy and hasn't played an, a, a lick and hasn't practiced and has twenty two sexual assault uh, cases against him. Mm, mm. That's one way to end it.
0: Yeah, We're uh, hoping to play a game. Who who is uh, there? Ravens. Ravens look to the Five weeks. Five weeks. There will be no incident analysis next week. Back against the Vikings. Uh, at home I've again. At home again. Ravens Ravens, three Ravens, three ra- Ravens. 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 <laughs> Ravens. Ravens play at home again against the Vikings. One o'clock. You hope that's going to be real. We'll be back this week for the podcast um, on the normal week, and, and we'll do maybe a little uh, bi week Ravens recap, and maybe head into the Orioles um, situation as well. Um, that gives us a little time to talk uh, off-season Orioles that we got into a little bit. Um, for Banks, RDT, myself, Taylor Smite, shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy Seafood and Fed Thrill. We'll see you next time on the x 52 podcast. Ravens lose to the Bengals on a Sunday in Baltimore, five and two, going into the bye week.